name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. It's been a rough string of days, I would say. Um, whatever string is, the amount of string of that amount of days. It's a string of days. It's been rough. I'm not going to lie. I like to be transparent about this, but here's why. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a happy, I'm happy in my life. Okay. I'm just going to tell you right that. That that doesn't mean that there aren't really crappy days around there. Like it's, it's being happy. Isn't about having, not having rough days. That would be insane. It's the, here, here's, here's what happiness is about. Okay. Number one, not letting rough days dictate your actions. In other words, if you eat junk food, Make it by choice so you don't regret it and feel shame about it. I would say potentially don't do it that often because it wouldn't make you feel good and potentially that's why you're going to junk food to make yourself have a little hit. I get it. That's number one. So don't let the bad days go, well, if I had a crappy day, I'm just going to go home and, and eat bad and abuse myself. That's, that's, not, that's not a fun way to... That's not a happy person's action. Okay, Happy person will eat less than healthy food and might have a drink. More on that in a minute. But an unhappy person goes to those things as reactions, as be, as a reaction in letting the world dictate what they do or d don't do. That's giving your power away. I don't like that. That's not a happy person's thing. Okay, just saying. Two, how fast you recover from those crappy days. Do you take it easy? A little easier, maybe if you exercise a certain amount every day and that's your routine, but on a particularly crappy way, day, maybe you go, you know what? The five miles that I run pretty hard today, I'm going to take it extra easy on myself because the amount of stress that is happening because of stuff at work or whatever is effect is, you know, on the balance, that's more stress than usual. So I'm going to do a little less on the other stuff that I do that's potentially stressful for myself. So I'm not going to push it as much. And three, how much during the rough days you can stay and keep aware of the things in your life that freaking matter and are good. Because hopefully you have some of those things. If you don't have, if you don't have those things, then all I, all I can say is you got work ahead of you. That's great. Find things, find things that make you happy. But regardless, don't expect no rough days. If you're trying to achieve, if you're in your brain, you go, yeah, that all sounds good to, but I don't want rough days. I want to achieve a hundred percent. I want to be on like cloud nine every day. Every 100% of days, that's what I want to do. Here's what you're probably doing as you say that. You're holding a rolled up $100 bill and staring down a line of white powder. Or, so I've heard, I don't, it's not like, that's just the report I got. I just, I just observed that. <clears throat> Having a sip of bourbon. By the way, the bourbon right now, literally, this is not a joke, resting on my new book. My new book is a coaster for my bourbon. So I was perusing the news and off, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll bust in a little uh, article or something that I read. So here's one, alcohol and the brain. The, the headline is drinking any amount of alcohol. I mean, any amount. That means like, you know, if you take cough, a little bit of cough syrup and has a little bit of alcohol in it, that's going to damage the brain. Anyway, drinking any amount of alcohol causes damage to the brain, comma, Study finds drinking any amount of alcohol causes damage. Of course, I click on it. Well, how can I not click on that? That's why they crafted the, the title that way. A couple of things of note. In an 
ready for in quote in an observational study comma which has not yet been peer reviewed so cnn is going to bust out an article about a study that's an observational i don't even what is an observational study you know what i noticed i noticed that when that guy drinks I think his brain is being affected because he doesn't really act the way that he does when he's not drinking. I think there's something I'm going to observe that in writing because that is something to behold. Do I want other people to review what I just observed? No, I'm not going to. I want to get the information out before anybody else pays attention and reviews what I, certainly not my peers. And then another quote was the researchers noted that drinking had an effect on the brain's gray matter, regions in the brain that make up, quote, important bits where information is processed, end quote, according to lead author Anya Topawala, a senior clinical researcher at Oxford. Look, when I read these things, I immediately go, I want to find out where the, where the study is. I want, to find, I, want, I want to find out where it's published. Turns out, it's published in the Journal of Research done by people who describe the brain like a seven-year-old would. Okay. <clears throat> Gray matter, where important bits of information are processed. Just, just bits of information. Mm. She's a clinical researcher at Oxford. I think that's Oxford, Mississippi. But again, I didn't go much farther than that in that article. I was like, okay, well, whatever advertisements were on that page that subconsciously entered my brain... You won that round. Thank you to Patreoners. Uh, got a couple new ones recently. That's nice of you. That's just nice. It's a nice thing to do to support my work. That's a very nice thing to do. I hope that means that I'm giving something back to you. I hope so. My book is out. Uh, Six Truths, Live By These Truths, and Be Happy, Don't You Won't. I've been on a few more podcasts. I'll announce those when they're live. And smallsteppers.com got some new members rolling in. There's a six-part free video, six-part series you guys can sign up for. It's free. And then if you want to sign up for the freaking awesome program, go ahead and do that. Okay. Smallsteppers.com or smallstepintensive.com for those of you who are hardcore. And by hardcore, I mean you're like crawling to my doorstep going, I am so over quick fixes. I am done getting gains and then losing them. How can I enter some sort of intensive? Small step, small steps. Small step intensive, not steps, small step intensive.com. It's like a, I had to, well, I had to call a sheriff on some, it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird. It's been a rough, it's been stressful. I was teaching a cooking class yesterday. This is not the subject of this episode, by the way. I was teaching a cooking class to this nice young couple, younger than I am, and uh, their daughter, six years old. And I'm teaching the couple's having a great time. They're having a really good time. The daughter, not so not not so into it. She's run she's kind of all over the place and at one point just got up and just walked out of the room. Um but later I was teaching what I was teaching and the and the the parents were really digging it. I mean there was they were like really they were like this is incredible. We were making some good stuff. Hemp, sunflower seed, ricotta, cheese, like really good and just kicking it into gear, like really good stuff. So they were tasting stuff and she would taste stuff and have to have the difficulty of admitting that she liked it, you know, one of those things. But anyways, at one point there was kind of a lull and the daughter just looked, six years old, looked up at me and she goes, I don't like you. And I was like, damn. And I just reached, I just gently reached for my bourbon bottle, brought it up and thought, you know what? Any amount of this is going to damage my brain. Mm." And that's all right with me because it's by choice. 
I wasn't going to let her dictate my actions. That's crazy. I was going to drink during work by choice. That's empowerment. The inexplicable 3 a.m. I had a hard time. Well, <clears throat> I didn't have a hard time. I crafted this title because here's what here's the truth. I have been waking up. You know, I'll wake up in the middle of the night at just random times. And usually, big you, I go back to sleep for the love of all that's holy. But lately, just because of stuff that's going on at work, that's pretty much it. That That's the stress is just straight up at, at the resort. Just straight up. Just 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 what is. I can't go back to sleep. I just, I just can't go back to sleep. So I'm up and I'm, you know, and awake. And then the, and, and it's because in that moment that I wake up, maybe it's to go to the bathroom. Look, we're all friends. I can say that. But anyways, I, I, and then I'm like tired, but then in my brain involuntarily, of course, because I wouldn't invite this on purpose is like something that's stressful at work that of course I can't do anything about. And of course, I'm not going to think about, oh, I love my family so much. Like, they're so great. I'm so lucky and blessed to like, I live in a cool place. None of that. That did, that, that doesn't get in my brain at 3 a.m. What gets in my brain is the thing that happened at work that I cannot do anything about. So here's, here's what I do sometimes. I tell my body in English, because I've, like that re- top researcher from Oxford, I have the gift of gab in the, in the, in the English language, okay? Not Oxford English, because that's frankly outdated can we admit um but i say there's nothing there's nothing to worry about it's it's not this i can't do anything about this i have this i feel like we're like a lot of us are i guess i should speak for myself but i I never do we're such control freaks that we take the fight to the thing we want to stop so we go here's what's going to solve this the thing that is in my brain it's all me I'm going to say to myself, don't worry about that. But obviously I am worried about it because I'm up at 3 a.m. So here's, here's, here's the inexplicable 3 a.m. is why, why can I not think about the things that are positive and just kind of relaxed? Turns out I can. And here's the thing. I, not the things that are positive. I decided to chuck that whole model. Okay. Now this is going to delve into a, a lot of my breathing, oxygen advantage, breathing instructor stuff, because I think it's time that we respect the language of the body. So when I cannot go back to sleep, what is happening is my heart rate's a little bit raised. I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm kind of breathing a little too heavy. So I'm an idiot if I tell my body in English. The only thing that understands English is my brain. That's where it's all happening anyways. My brain's like, I already heard that this is already happening. The body is responding to the messaging that I am Go, like chatter in my brain the body is responding to that so it's it's idiocy for me to talk to the body in english it's like you can't do that so what you do is and this is my advice respect the language of the body which shows up shows us physically when things aren't working that's what the body does the body says in its language and by the way it's so much smarter than look i don't want to get Look, my body is smarter than most of you i'm just saying my body is pretty darn smart it's really smart it's like mensa smart whatever that is in non-English. The body shows us physically when things don't. You can say, you can talk a big game about how you handle stress and how you've got a great diet and all these kinds of things. And if you got a gut, that's your body going, yeah, it all sounds good, but you're, you're, here's the thing. I would be in much better shape if you would take care of me better. So you can say all that stuff or you can focus on the fact that you're not doing as good of a job as I would prefer you to do. That's essentially what the body, if as I translate the body's messaging. The body responds in physical messaging, blood pressure, heart rate, 
fat around the midsection, high cholesterol, achy joints, trouble sleeping. What? Yes. Irritability, mood, things like that. Got it? Trouble, you know, having to be over-caffeinated because you are exhausted during the day, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the body, the body, the body communicates in, in its language and it's, it's language and, and we can talk to it in English and expect changes, but it ain't going to happen. So what's cool about this is that I've talked about the vagus nerve before in this podcast. So if you're new to this, then go back and listen to that because, you know, it's cool stuff. But the vagus nerve attaches between the brain, all the visceral organs in the kind of the midsection area, gut bacteria. But what's interesting is that 80 to 90% of the information that travels along the vagus nerve doesn't go from the brain down. It goes from down up to the brain. It is the information highway of saying to the brain, listen, holy crap, we're totally under stress. And the brain's like, oh my God, let me, <clears throat> let me take care of that. Pituitary, cortisol, let me do these kinds of things. So what I am proposing and researching and interested in is sort of a reverse message, which is not telling the body, I have nothing to worry. This isn't something I need to worry about, but showing the body that it's under control coming down into the physical language and conversing with my body on that level, respecting its language and saying, I'm going to show you that I'm not stressed because I'm going to slow my breathing down. I'm going to go, you know, all nasal, which I do anyway, because I tape my mouth shut. You guys know I'm crazy with that way, but it freaking works, but I'm going to slow my brain, slow my, 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 my breathing down. I'm going to lengthen my exhale. I'm in a very calm, I'm going to lighten my breath. I'm not going to take full all the way in breaths. I'm going to allow it to go in slow for, for about four seconds and then out for about six seconds, just kind of slowing that down. And what that does is, first of all, it eventually puts me back to sleep. But at some point I stopped even worrying about that because I was like, you know what, even if I don't fall back to sleep, I am so freaking relaxed right now that I'm sending a message to my body in a language it understands <clears throat> that this is clearly not something that is stressful for me right now. I might be worried about it in my brain, but the fact is I cannot do anything about it. I cannot do anything about any of the things that were stress have been stressing me out of the last few weeks. I cannot do anything about those things at 3 a.m. Literally nothing, nothing, 100% nothing. So I can either stew about it and get stressed and the body will respond to that stress with raised heart weight, et cetera, et cetera. Or I can simply go, I'm hearing this crap. It's pissing me off. Let me calm everything down. So at least the body knows that I got under it under control. And then the body's going to respond by relaxing all those things, including heart rate and muscle tension and everything else. So the the message here, the inexplicable 3 a.m. is it's not to be explained. It's it's a it's a it's a well, it's explained, but not in English. It's it's a, or or whatever language you're listening to. I know I have some Swedish and Norwegian. I know that I have Swedish and Norwegian. I even have Australian. I don't even know what they talk about or in what language. And I have no idea. Literally have no idea. I think pigeon English. One thing I like about Wim Hof and that the breathing ex exercise I just explained had nothing to do with Wim Hof. However, I'm going to bring this guy in because, and he's a nutty nut nut. I'm not a, a cult guy around Wim Hof. I got to be honest. Like there's things about him. I go, <laughs> but I do his breathing. I dig the breathing. I dig the cold. I love the cold showers. And by the way, the oxygen advantage breathing that I do, I have been doing that in the cold showers and it's been awesome. Like meditation wise, awesome. So that's pretty, that's been pretty cool. Just, just fuse those two breathing methods into, into an exercise, but maybe more on that in another episode, because I'm not getting to that here. However, Wim Hof describes nature, the cold, because he does the, all that cold stuff. He says, he always says cold, hard nature. 
He like it's cold, hard nature. And in a way, that's what I love about the human body. It doesn't fuck around. It tells you the truth. It calls us on our shit. It's like you can say anything, but the body will be the arbiter of truth. The body says, regardless of what you say, here it is. It's unemotional. It's trying to survive. And frankly, unemotionally, it will sacrifice parts of our body to deal with stress in other parts. It will deal with, if you're a weightlifter and you treat your body crappy with nutrition, you drink muscle milk, literal junk food, and you and you and whey protein powder and even plant-based protein powder, junk food, all of it, and you abuse your body after causing it stress, the body will put on the muscle because it's dealing, it's triage. It's like, I got to deal with this thing at the expense of my heart, for instance. That's why a lot of weightlifters have heart issues because they're not healthy. They're, their bodies are responding to stress because that's what the body's job is to do. But when you, when you add stress upon stress, the body's like, okay, okay, so I'm going to make a decision here. This thing is the most stress. I'm going to deal with that thing right there. And these other things I'm not going to deal with as much because I don't have the time and the energy, by the way, and you're pissing me off because you're feeding me freaking uh, soy protein isolate. Cold, hard nature. I think it is time and it's been time for a while, but this has just been my experience in the last few weeks of just, it's been like a few, I'm not even kidding, like a couple of weeks of just burned, burned out. It's going to happen. It happens, right? Burned. And so this is a Friday night I'm, I'm, and I'm like Friday night, end of the week, but no, I'm working all day tomorrow. Got classes tomorrow. And I, the class is the thing. I, that's the thing I love most about my job is the classes that I teach is the thing I love the most. So the good news, since I'm looking for it, is that I'm going to work tomorrow, but not to do anything that I hate, only to do the stuff that I love silver lining. Sometimes that's the best we got you guys. Sometimes looking for the silver lining is the best we got until things mellow out and we can get back to living our generally happy lives. That's again, how fast you recover. Do you let the bad days dictate your actions and how can, how much are you aware of the things in your life that are worthwhile and find those good fight for those things fight for those things. That is what it is. It is about. That's why I wrote a happiness manifesto because I'm realizing that that's really what's at stake here. Does taking care of your body fit into that picture? Of course it does, because when you feel better in your body, you're you can you can you're gonna be happier. Sorry, but it's freaking true. Hate this discussion about fat shaming. All it's, it's let's make it about health. Let's make it about self care. Let's make it about treating our bodies well, and that means having sometimes some treats that aren't as healthy, but on the balance, nourishing, providing for our bodies. That's a non English language message. When you eat something good, it's telling the body and it understands, I got your back. You got mine. I got yours. That's how it works. That's how you get through this kind of crap. And everybody's going to get through it. And again, if you're looking for it never to happen, you're barking up the wrong tree, man, because it's not going to, that's just a reality that is not going to ever be achieved. You're going to cause yourself a whole bunch of extra stress trying to avoid stress. Okay. Trust me on that. Can you trust me on that? Good. Cold, hard nature. The body doesn't lie. It's time we talk to it in its language. She kept saying Don't anchor me Not your place to anchor me down. 
Dream. 